This reporter places the blame for all of this squarely on you, the viewers. Uh, would you say we'd be venturing into a zone of danger? It doesn't matter what you think! You're listening to the Our Take Podcast with Brian Sherman. He had a full head, you know, mm. all the way till the end. It was white, and I was hoping to get that. I was hoping to get, like, the full head and... Uh, it was really hard to cut it off. And Spencer Rogers. To be a good pilot, you have to be able to make good decisions. And I know what my credit score is, so I know I don't make good decisions. This is the RJ Podcast. From Scary Parrot Media Studios in Ogden, Utah, it's the Arctic Podcast, episode 56. I'm Brian. I am Spencer. What's up, Danny? Thanks for being here. Hey, guys. The Arctic po- uh, Podcast is brought to you with support from the Minutia Podcast from Matt Black Records, hosted by our friend Scott Moses, an architect and musician from Salt Lake City. Minutia is a podcast about living by design. In episode two that just dropped, Juliet DeVore joins the show from Oahu to talk about the famous Hobbit House in Provo, Utah, that she and her husband Garrett designed and built. Check out the Minutia Podcast on SoundCloud today. The show is also brought to you with support from Teacher Vet, a weekly podcast about the history of veterinary medicine. Teacher Vet is hosted by husband and wife duo, duo Jacob Vockler and a, a history teacher and Dr. Amanda Vockler, a veterinarian. It's interesting and funny. This week, Amanda and Jake dive in deep into heartworm. Awesome. Oh. Which is disgusting, but interesting. love heartworm? Listen to Teacher Vet today on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. It is June the 12th. Wait on this day in history, a lot of stuff happened. I'm going to give you three. In 87... Ronald Reagan challenges Mikhail Gorbachev to what, Danny? Tear down the wall. Tear down the wall. Give him a hand. Oh, yeah. In 1991, four years later, same day of the year, Boris Yeltsin becomes the first Russian president. That's cool. Oh, was he before? (laughs) Yeah. He was nothing. It was the Soviet Union before that. (laughs) And this day in history, in 1964, Nelson Mandela is sentenced to life in prison. Speaking of Russia... You guys familiar with Russia? A little bit. <laughs> the Soviet Union? A bit. Um, I just binge watched Chernobyl. Chernobyl. Oh, so did I. Dude, it's good. So good. Yeah, it was so good. good. I mean, I knew Chernobyl was bad. I did. You didn't know it was like but I don't almost think it was ending. Like, made me sick, of, man. Well, yeah, I thought a, I was getting radiation just from watching it. Yeah, I know, like, right? Like, they could have basically ended the world, right, and all, they were just like, no, no, man, it's cool. Like, like all of Europe. They came close cool. to ending the world. I know. Yeah. <laughs> They got lucky. Yeah, yeah. I mean, really lucky. It was, yeah. uh, man. That's it, it was sketch. That's yeah. uh, best it, case scenario. Their official death toll is thirty one, and then at the end, that. it's like no one really knows the death toll, but it's somewhere between four thousand and ninety thousand. Right. They couldn't narrow those margins at all. Well, like <laughs> that town right next to it, Pripyat. Yeah. There was like there was like two hundred thousand people there or something. Yeah. That they refused to evacuate. Yeah. Well, they. Uh, not just refuse to evacuate them, they wouldn't let them leave. Yeah. Right. And then they're like, oh, no, we got to get them all out of here. Go, shit. Like two days late. Yeah. Freaking yeah. KGB. Everyone on, that was watching from the bridge died. And man, it was just bad. It was all a those bad people situation. Died, dude, That's what bridge? it said. Yeah, yeah. All the people that watched the. Ex- oh, there's a God. bridge like a couple miles away that people were watching. Watching the fire glow. Yeah. 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 And the wind all was the blowing ash. that direction. They're yeah. playing in it like it was snow, all the ash. Yeah. And also it was just radiation. I didn't know that ra- I didn't know radiation could just like burnout electronics and i didn't know oh yeah i had no idea oh, dude. they can do pretty much anything i'm well i mean <laughs> i know but I, I just they what was it that they had a 
Oh, it was Geiger the counter. the Geiger counter. Just like it only exploded, went to three, man. Like three to three point five. They, they, well, how high does it go? They called so it three point five. They called it something different. <laughs> yeah, but it is. Yeah, it's like that little thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is nuts. It's like, yeah. Oh man, it sucks. That's that's all those miners, man. It was bad, bad situation. Anyway, hey, shit. Trump says. Oh. We haven't read from this book in a while. I found one. Oh. Some people aren't meant to be rich. It's just something you have, something you're born with. Yeah. Thanks, Mr. President. Wise man. Get a it's small a loan of a million dollars to start my business. What's up with the what's, coupon code? What's, huh? I, did you put that there? No, I didn't put that I there. I didn't put it there. Did I put that there? I didn't put it there. I don't have a coupon code. I don't even know what you're talking what's about. What's a coupon code for? Coupon code. Why would I put that in there? Like in your in the rundown, oh, it says okay. it says coupon code. I hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we got to pause here. Because <laughs> there's nothing in the rundown. Oh, this is good stuff. It's what I I asked you at the beginning if you had stuff to well, talk about. I thought about. you put coupon code in there. No. Interesting. <laughs> well, I do have things That's to a talk conspiracy. about here. Okay going downhill man we, we started <laughs> off these are the best we episodes. started off really strong and it's just kind of <laughs> what are we supposed to talk about <laughs> anyway i've been watching this show on hulu called 90 day fiance oh man have you ever heard of it yeah i think it was originally aired on the learning channel yeah TLC. It, it is it still is on the learning channel i think what tlc stands for yeah oh. yeah the ludicrous cha- no um luda Okay, so I finished season five. I pretty much binge-watched season You watched five, five seasons? <laughs> no. Oh, you watched just season five. Just season five. Oh, my. Okay. I mean, that's a little bit better. Man. I think I have watched it, but I haven't binged it. All right. So, uh, what, well, anyway. It's, what's, the, what's the... I can't remember okay, the premise, Okay, so though. the premise is uh, I... Uh, <laughs> essentially, everybody's premise from the show is... I was online and I found this girl slash guy and uh, we hit it off and, uh, you know, surprisingly enough, they're from a third world country and maybe they want to get out. But, you know, so basically you go through these uh, stories because you you have to they have to go through a whole process to get a, a visa interview and. It's actually a huge pain. My 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 boss at work is actually doing it right now with a guy from Brazil. So all of them are immigrants. He's marrying a guy from Brazil. Yeah, nice. He's trying to at least. Yeah, uh, yeah. The so, whole show is one party is American, the other person correct is an immigrant trying to marry someone. In the marry US. someone here is that a, still a law that if you marry someone here you. It's a huge process. It's not. It's not just as simple as. Right. I, I, but is a way. But yeah, it is a way. I feel in. like they made it way harder though. Even like under Obama. I, I don't think. Well, this last season is from 2018, so oh. I don't think so. All I right. mean, it's a pain. From what my boss is telling me, it's so, like he's had to spend a lot of money just to to try and do it. What's the point of the 90 days? Uh, once they get their visa and uh, their K one visa, I think it's called. They have 90 days once they're in the U.S. to get married. Okay. So basically, a lot of these people have only met them a couple times. Sure. And then they have to, you know, smash a three-year relationship into 90 days, into three months. And so at, uh, at the end, the, the American party is like, sorry, I don't love you. You got to go back home. <laughs> oh, man. That... 
didn't happen. They all got married? Um, if you get divorced, yes. you, you yeah. can say? I don't, I don't know. That's a good question. Um, yes. What? But, so part of the visa program is you are, you, you sponsor them and you are responsible for them for right. 10 years. That's so funny. What are the animals? You're responsible yeah. for this person. Yeah, basically. You can't release them under their own recognizance yet. So, what do they call it when you have a kid and it helps you stay? You call those kids something like uh, anchor, anchor, baby. anchor baby. Anchor baby. Yeah. Sorry. It topic. did seem like so. I started off watching the show, being uh, skeptical of everyone that was immigrating, um, but by the end of it, I realized that some of there were shenanigans with some of them. What do you mean? Well, some of like there there was a guy that, I mean, he's a twenty six year old guy. He's dating this forty one. Sorry, when I say forty one, I mean hard 41 like some street years <laughs> like very hard she wasn't poor she had you know she was just she maybe partied a little too hardy oh okay when she was younger right. 41 years old man. hard 41 um, solid 41 yeah but they uh they did that he was from the dominican republic and they he came over and unbeknownst to the producers they got married like right away Oh, and they kept it under wraps. So pretended the rest of the time. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, so he, at the end of the show, left, and it's like to where to go to L.A. or something with his buddies. Well, that's the thing. Like, but are there are there? I guess we don't know because a lot of people could do that. You could just get married and be like, "Right, you're welcome. Go have a good life. Call me if something goes wrong." And then if they commit crimes, you're responsible for it. (laughs) I guess like, I don't know. I don't. Is that, what kind of responsibility? They said, right. they yeah. said financially responsible. Oh, well. So I guess like there is a 41. I guess she figure out a way. Huh. Well, that's no. interesting. I don't know. Uh, would, would you do this if you found someone <laughs> online that was cool? Well, I'm skeptical of anyone who likes me. <laughs> so, <laughs> so would you? No, yeah. I no. Not to the extent that they were. There were some situations when it was just crazy. I would not spend the amount of money to do it on my own. If they wanted to contribute and if it... What if you were in love? What if you loved this person? I don't... I'd, I would hope that I wouldn't allow myself because I'd be skeptical. You can't stop yourself I'd be skeptical, love, man. There's like... I would be skeptical Jen. the whole the freaking time. Wants what it wants. I would be skeptical until the day I die. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, can't stop love, Dan- Dan- Danny. Can you stop love? No, you can't stop love. Oh, you can fight it. I just started. I just started. A, so I'm watching with a friend, and I just started a, a, another season today. And um, the the first guy that's on there, he's like, um, I'm Mormon, and I, immediately I said. He met her on his mission, yeah. and just a few minutes later, <laughs> yeah. he's like, "Wait, I, I I met her on my mission. Like I told you, have you guys seen the billboards?" Oh, the millionaire, the, the millionaire Mormon that's yeah. like looking for a wife. Yeah, no, man. Yeah, it's a it's a billboard. It says millionaire Mormon looking for a wife, and there's like dates underneath yeah, it. Yeah, it's like some weird freaking. What? Yeah, yeah. I don't weird, know. right? Yeah, yeah. Weird. Where <laughs> this guy's got to be BF ugly along I fifteen. Yeah, like in South Salt Lake. Yeah, what? weird billboard. BF ugly. I don't think I would hope that I wouldn't do something as foolish as some of these people because. This, this, some of the situations were super foolish and just bad, bad moves. 
and just the amount of flack that you have to take from people and parents and people questioning it, I just would be, I don't know, man. Yeah. I guess it would depend on the situation, but if I only met a person twice and... You know, like a huge chunk of the world never meets their spouse until they're married. That's true. Danny, how long did you date before you got married or proposed? A year. A year? My parents... parents, That's way longer than I ever imagined that I would. I was surprised. My parents... This is their second marriage, right? Really? I didn't know that. yeah, Yeah, and they... My dad proposed after six weeks. Wow. But your your folks, do you know? I think it was a year or so. Do you know for yours, Danny? No. I I, I don't know. I feel like I feel like it's one well, that's not true. I just feel like some people are really fast. And then other parts there's parts, parts yeah. of the world where you don't ever yeah. And people say when you do it that fast that it's not a, always a good idea. And I personally at this point don't think that it is. But it seems to work for some people because, you know, they say when you know, you know, but I think that's well, sometimes I think the problem is, is that one of them knows. Right. <laughs> the, and yeah. the other one is like, mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Yeah. But that's... I guess if they were both in the when you know, you know, um, boat, then it could work. But yeah, I don't know, man. Just that's just so. So sketchy. And I don't even, like, do people still want to come here? Like, what? what? To America? Yeah, I mean, man. is it, are we that much worse than, like, Russia? Worse. What? I mean, better? Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay. You're <laughs> yeah. looking at it from the inside, man. It's still, like, economically. We're unbelievably man. lucky. Crumbling yeah. infrastructure. <laughs> we have infrastructure, yeah, like, though. To, to crumble. <laughs> Got it in the first place. We have planes to crash. Uh, come to the Western United States. We're fine. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Audi's kind of sucks. Y'all don't know what it's like. Like Ohio. Male, middle class, and white. Uh, So Danny texted me after the last show. Yeah. And was pissed that that I would have the gall to talk about the Fermi paradox without him here. Because I wouldn't have learned. (laughs) Are we really doing this again? I wouldn't have learned. I can't have any more sleepless nights (laughs) thinking about it. (laughs) I wouldn't have learned of the Fermi paradox if, if Danny hadn't recommended that podcast to me. It's at the end of the world podcast, right? Right. Yeah. So it's awesome. The brief rundown again is that the Fermi paradox, what was it, the fifties? Yeah, or yeah, earlier. The guy it was during, who's working on the atomic bomb. Yeah, so it was in the forties. Yeah. He they were out to lunch one day and he said, you know, if there was intelligent life in the universe, we would have met them by now, because right. the universe is too old. And then like a couple decades later Someone said the Fermi paradox proves that there isn't intelligent intelligent life because we would have met them by now, which I disagree with. Okay, so <laughs> I do too. Yeah, for the most part. Okay, so go ahead. What do you? Well, do you so think? Uh, the Fermi paradox doesn't prove anything. No. Right. Well, and it's that's just, what some people say. Well, it proves that there's nothing out there because we would know them by now. But, it's just statistics as we understand them. So that's that's foolhardy because I. I have neighbors down the street, and I know they're there, but I haven't met them. So does that mean they don't exist or that I don't exist? You know they're there. Uh, have you seen them? Well, so but so uh, the whole point is... No, like, I haven't. You've never seen them? No. <laughs> well, so the whole point is, so our, our universe is old enough, and if the same natural laws would have led to us, right. that the universe is big enough and old enough that it should have happened 
trillions of times by now. And there should be. And they should have been long enough for other civilizations to spread throughout the galaxy. Right. Like but, there would be some above, some more advanced than us, some less advanced. Right. And so the paradox is, okay, based on natural laws in the universe, why haven't we seen any? Why right. don't we know about them? Yeah. So that opens the door to other discussions about, okay, what are the possible reasons why we don't know aliens? By Simulation. Now? Simulations, one of Bring them. Us, brings us to the simulation. So out of all of them on that podcast or any other, what, where, where are you? Where do you stand? Well, I think the most intriguing is uh, what he talks about is the – well, so the, the whole podcast is about existential threats, right? Right. They could wipe out the entire – Human race, right? With no, that's an existential threat. Right. There's no coming back from it. And the reason why they talk about the Fermi paradox in that in that podcast is because um, one of the reasons why we haven't seen any aliens yet is because of um, what they call the great, the great filter. filter. It's like a, right. That's a theory that states basically there is something, something. Right. We don't know. It, it's not a. It's not a real thing. It's an idea that for some reason civilizations can't get past a certain point. Right. It's a great filter that stops people, civilizations well, at a certain point. And then you look at us, and it makes a lot of sense because we can't get past. <gasps> we have all kinds of technology that can destroy us, but we're stupid. Right. Right. So. Uh, so I can't the great filter, like uh, nuclear war, right, is an example of the great filter. Mm-hmm. Or. AI, yeah, technology then, in general. Yeah, and then there's like uh, super practical ones, like we can't get past the meteor belt, right? Yeah. Like, the, <laughs> yeah. So, or like, yeah, in order to travel to the next star, we'd have to. That's four. Like, so the nearest star is four light years away. Yeah, and if you're traveling at even like a tenth the speed of light, you'll run into cosmic dust that'll blow up your. Yeah, your, like you know, because you're going so fast. That something the dust particle, a dust particle would make yeah. your ship explode. Yeah, like, with like the magnitude of like a nuclear bomb. Right. So that's the so, great filter. Yeah. So you 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 fall into that school of thought that there are other civilizations, but the great filter has wiped them out in one way or another. If I had to pick one, wipe them out, or it's just made it where we can't. Well, like that that light speed or faster than light speed travel is just not possible. Like no, it's the great filter. Oh, this just in. The St. Louis Blues won their first Stanley Cup. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's nice. Spoiler alert for four days later when this comes out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, well, the great filter, I, well, maybe it's not. It seemed like it was explaining existential threats. Right. That so not, not just what we're doing to ourselves. Not slowing down. Eventually, a yeah. meteor is going to hit the planet. Or we're going to blow each other up and or, destroy the planet. Or a supernova gamma ray burst or something right. is going to wipe change. us out. Climate change, yeah. yeah. So just a natural occurrence of having sentient life right. means that you're going to affect the climate, right? Right. It's a given. So it's the fact that global warming is happening now or climate change, whatever you want to call it, is just a natural. There's no way for us to avoid it. Now we're getting to the point where maybe we could do something about it, right? But, right. But it's, it's one of those things that maybe there's no way for a civilization to get to the point where they can go out into space and live long enough to get to another right. place before their climate kills them, you know, something yeah. like that. Well, yeah, because the, the climate is changing at, like, an exponential rate. So right. we might be able to change the – bring the exponent down, mm -hmm. you know, instead of to the 31st power, it's we can bring it down, like, the 20th right. in terms of increase. Well, I didn't know we were going to be doing math, so <laughs> I kind of well, tuned out there. This is, everything's exponential, though, so, like, population yeah. growth and technology growth. Yeah. So technology is growing so fast – 
we might not even know how to handle it. Right. You know, we already don't really know how to handle it. Uh, so. We talked about this last or two episodes ago that technology may have advanced, but it hasn't. Did you listen to that one? I did. Oh, and I by disagree. the way, yeah. <laughs> first, we'll get to you in a second, Danny. <laughs> Jake Vockler yeah. made a great point What's that? to us. What? The wheel. The wheel. Oh, yeah. How did we, we not bring up the freaking wheel? I guess wheel? we could say the wheel was just an advancement on the sled. <laughs> <laughs> well, then then the car, as we know it now, is just a modified version of the wheel, then, well, correct? Which, I think we walked the car all the way back to, like, what did we walk? Like, a oh, just a horse? Yeah, horse-drawn chariot or something. Yeah. Do you want... Here's one. Radio was the, was the wheel invented in a place... Where it was only pulled by humans? Or did those two ideas come together at, at the once? same time? Like a woolly mammoth. They were like, we have this round thing, but we don't really know. I like, don't know. I think a, I will, think, a wheelbarrow <laughs> would come first, right? I think this would be easier on my woolly mammoth if I had a wheel. <laughs> <laughs> it sucks to drag this around. Yeah. Wheelie mammoth. All right, Danny. You, so you, anyway. you have an invention that you think is legit. Wait, so are we are we done with the paradox? No, no, we'll come back. Okay. But Danny has something. He has an invention he thinks that is the last or great invention, and you're gonna be devil's advocate. Okay. All right. right. Go ahead. Um should we explain this? Or do you think people know what we're talking about from a couple episodes ago? We don't you should listen, first of all. Yeah. We don't think that there's been any real big new invention. (laughs) Every invention builds upon something else. Yeah, I mean, we think maybe the airplane is one because right. even though it's just a, I don't know, it's a different, it's just essentially a different way of, of traveling, but it is pretty vastly it's different. It's been like a hundred years, man. It just depends on how know. vague you want to get. Yeah, look yeah. At, and we go, go to the moon. Uh, a good right. example, a good flying. example is a movie is just a modern version of a stage play, which is a, mo- a, a version of a, a story, right. a written cave uh, painting, cave painting yeah, essentially, or, uh, yeah. Constellations, you know. Yeah. So I think yeah. we brought it back to like fire, right? <laughs> fire and weapons and spears. <laughs> yeah, fire and spears, and now a wheel. Yeah. Okay. But you, right. you think you what have is yours? One? Radio telescopes. Radio telescopes. So we discovered that the universe is full of radio waves, but we figured out. So we. So if you go to like an astronomy tower or observation place, they don't use optics anymore. Right. They only use radio. Only, right. Science is only done through radio telescopes right. nowadays. Because every only what we see is one millionth. What? Every so hour. how right. does how does the radio telescope work? It sends radio waves it's, and bounces yeah. back, or yeah. And but they've been able to look way deeper into space, and uh, they're able to see things that we can't see, which is like ninety nine point nine percent of the universe you can't see with your eyes. Does it? So, okay. So this is an advance. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, okay. Now I got one. Riddle me this. All okay. right. Uh, is it really an invention if it's just a play on something that dolphins and bats can already do? They can't look at so- sonar. Light. They they send out a signal and get it back. They can't look. Okay, at Okay, I was gonna rays. go. I was gonna go. They can't look at camera rays, <laughs> at least that we know of. I was gonna go true. a different direction, which is okay. this. This is a real invention. Mm-hmm. Glasses. Oh, right. Bandit. That was the first Frickin thing to Franklin. help you see better. Or just regular, just anything you where you look through a smaller, so even hole. like a regular telescope. Right, right. So glasses is the original invention, yeah. which has led to radio telescopes. I can't think of anything. <laughs> well, I don't know radio telescope. I, 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 I would have to do more 
history on that. That's a pretty niche, I think that's niche thing. Like but ultimately, it's to see further better, which is what glasses and not just further, do. but the spectrum too. Right. Yeah, I we guess. Found out. you can wear rainbow. Glasses. I mean, just, just I our guess use of radio in general. I guess yeah. if you're going to say the internet is just, just a fancy way to communicate, that's what I said. Like it, it depends on how vague and cynical right, you want to be. Right. But I think that as far as things that Rock help us ship. see better, it it goes back to glasses. Yeah. Yeah, I can't think of anything pre-glasses. What about rockets? Rockets? That's just another I'm way to travel. Travel too. faster. <laughs> faster and further. <laughs> I don't know. That, like uh, I said, yeah. rockets are just a variation of the airplane. You just go up instead of uh, instead of S- instead of you know, flatter, flatter, flatter <laughs> along the flat ground. Uh, so we were talking about exponential growth a second ago, and I just wanted to point out that the world population is seven point five billion right now. That's crazy. So we have to like 10 billion by the end of the next decade or something yeah, like it's, that. It's unbelievable. You know, Daniel Tosh had a great idea on how to stop all the problems that we're having. Just, just stop having kids. We should all listen to Tosh. We have a <laughs> net- be like Danny, Danny and Brian, this is all your fault. We actually have. I've only had <laughs> one kid per, per adult in my family. Mm. So we're just keeping it flat. We're just replacing. Yeah. We're this flatters too. <laughs> <laughs> Net gain of one person every fourteen seconds. What's the what's the loss though? Well, well that's, so that's so that's net. So that's one person is born every eight seconds, and one person dies every twelve seconds. So do we need to increase the? How can you have a net gain? <laughs> increase the death rate. That's what we need to do. Wait a second. We we need to go to Krypton. Oh yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, where. You don't have babies natural way. They ha- they grow them. Like the Matrix? No, like in Krypton. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They grow mean. them? Yeah. They don't have babies like you know, the normal way. That's good cuz you know, you yep. don't want that cesarean scar Someday, dude, that's going to happen to us. Like, it'll be like, you had a natural born baby? Are you crazy? That's weird. We just beamed it out. Do you know that like you know, you can have like illnesses and stuff? <laughs> So we brought up Fermi <laughs> because the real reason we brought Danny on, uh-huh. which, and we'll have Chris sometime in the future, mm-hmm. to talk about conspiracy theories. You know what? I don't have my conspiracy theory music. Just play, really the, quick. Just play the French music. Yeah. The, so I think if I had to pick one reason why we haven't seen aliens, and it, <laughs> what is it? It's, my, it's my go-to... Uh, Music when I don't have anything else. Godfather music. I don't know. <laughs> it's great music. Yeah. It is. It's nice. So, is uh, post biological societies. So it's not just that they can't cross the void, but they get to the point where they they don't won't. want they don't want to. There's no point. Keep maybe you, you try for a million years, and they're like, "What's the difference? We're right. fine here." And you get to the point where like the technological singularity happens. So we merge with machines, yeah. basically. It, it, you know, short explanation of it, but um, like, uh, like Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, what, have you guys Cylons? Speaking I of- actually, if you were like taking theories of of life or how we came to be, uh, th- that's actually one of my favorites. Oh, dude, the newer be- version. Yeah, yeah, so the newer good. one. Have you <laughs> so seen it? Good. No. 
basically it's a shot for shot remake. No, <laughs> no but no, basically, old, I tried. Well, after this, after the new one, I was like, oh, I want to watch the old one. I was like, oh, man, no, I the can't. old one's terrible. Basically, they uh, the Cylons are their robots that they build, and the the Cylons keep getting more and more intelligent. They revolt. They start destroying the planet, you know, Terminator style. And then they leave. Uh, they leave. And they have to leave on, I guess that's irrelevant, but the Cylons keep evolving and evolving and evolving and uh, bettering themselves until eventually um, they basically look make, like humans. Yeah, right? they're humans. You can't tell. You can't tell. You can't, ah. you can't tell the difference. And then, T-1000. And then somebody, <laughs> what? there's a Cylon baby born at one point in the show. Yeah, that's towards the end, yeah, right? Yeah, and then towards the end. Wait, like... Like so a, one a, of the Cylons falls in love with a human. Right, right, right. That's Bible. That's Bible stuff right there. That's Fallen angel. Nephilim. Nephilim. Yeah. Yeah. Danny and I, oh, we can talk about some, Nephilim ooh, for like go. a couple hours. Are you familiar with the Nephilim? I'm not, no. Giants in the Bible, dude. The Nephilim, they're giants. Literally. Uh, yeah. And angel parents. Yeah, with angel human, parents. Human. So the theory is that moms. fallen angels fell in love with human Mortal women. Women, yeah. And they gave birth to giants. Yep. <laughs> and if you Google Nephilim, you will see some freaking badass oh, skeletons. <laughs> a skeleton the size of like a 20-story building yeah. and right the, out in the desert. And didn't we decide that, uh, um, what the, what's his name? Goliath yeah. was like a descendant of a Nephilim or yeah. something? Um, Gilgamesh, freaking... What's that? Got Nimrod? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, Tower of Babel. Yeah, I see your point with the. You, well, you get to they, a point where you don't care. Well, the we the, the Cylons and the Earth. The what is the what planet are they from? I don't remember. They they eventually get to their destination. Corsica, and or something it, like that. Chevy Corsica. Yeah, <laughs> I can <Coruscant>. tell. <laughs> it's not. I can tell how much you care about this show. No, I don't. It's I good, just wanted man. to finish. Like it's. They land on a planet and it's Earth, and that's how so it's. Yeah. It's like a the Earth is like a legend. It's like the thirteenth planet or whatever. Oh, I think it's important that they they the technology they had to stop using almost all their technology because the Cylons could infiltrate it. So when they got to Earth, they pretty much didn't have much of anything. So well, they flew their ships into the sun because they're like, we don't want to. Right, right, right. You know, the people that already live there, and this is like a hundred thousand years ago. In Earth's ah, time, okay, and they're like we don't want our technology to cause the same problems that it's caused for us. So we're gonna land and just send our ships into the sun. How nice of them. Anyway, so hundred thousand years later, it's a, it's a good show. A you I've never it. asked either one of you this: mm. How long before we can upload consciousness? I actually just watched a documentary about it. Uh, that was really specific, Danny. Twenty forty nine. That's what uh, Ray Kurzweil says. Who's Ray Kurzweil? He's a he's like one of the top transhumanists. Yeah, apparently we're, Transhuman. we're pretty we're pretty far what? off from anything like that. Wait, no, dude, twenty forty nine is not that far off. Dude. No, the uh, exponential growth of technology, technology right puts it at like twenty you, so twenty forty five. You don't think it'll be anytime soon? I'm um, not saying into a robot. Just upload your consciousness oh, to a consciousness. server or something. Oh, I see what you're saying. Oh, yeah. I didn't realize that's what you're saying. Well, that, so he says it's techn- technological singularity. Will happen in like 2045 or something. That's crazy. Ray, Ray Kurzweil, look him up. He works for Google, I think. Well, that explains it. He's done a couple of TED talks. I only use Bing. <laughs> well, Bing it. Ray Kurzweil. Huh. Okay. Uh, I don't know, man. He looks like a goofy guy. So, 
judging people based off of looks, man. So Danny brought up earlier. Are you done with the? Uh, yeah. Okay. Are we? What are we at? Yeah. We're, we're talking about Bilderberg now. Oh. Oh. Jump right into. We're that. gonna jump right into Bilderberg. I didn't know what Bilderberg is. Do you know what it is, Spencer? No. I'm gonna give you. You a brief, should. You should. You should. <laughs> I'll give you. This is a, a conspiracy theory, so I'm going to give you a rundown of what the Bilderberg meeting is purported to be. Okay, uh, established in 1954, it was a meeting of uh, high-level people in the Netherlands to promote Americanism. They were worried about uh, anti-American sentiment in Western Europe. Okay, so they so say. it's called Atlanticism. Or transatlanticism, trying to bring, trying to bridge, you know, American Canadian uh, ideologies mm-hmm. to Europe, okay. and this has been going on every year since 1954. They meet for like you three or four hotel. days. Yeah, yeah they take a hotel somewhere. A hotel. The first one was at the Hotel Hotel de Bilderberg. Right. Wait, so this is is this real or is this a conspiracy? No, no, this is real. Okay, oh, so there's this actually huge conspiracies happened. around this. But this, so, yeah. this meeting actually yeah. happened. Right, yes, okay. it it's between 120 people 100... from my company go to this. Oh, okay. Yeah. 120. Wow, so, me. I mean, yeah. It's <laughs> Yeah. Um, sure. participants are between 120 to 150 people composed of political leaders, experts from industry, finance, academia, and the media. So they have all these people uh, come together, 150 people, uh uh, either heads of state, heads of big companies like IBM, says Xerox, Royal Dutch Shell, Nokia, Daimler. Globalist. Yeah. So their goal is the strength in U.S.-European relations, okay? Free market, Western capitalism. Wait, isn't Daimler Chrysler a German company? Yeah, Western Europe. Oh, sorry. Okay. I don't know if they are, but. It's a large sh- corporation. Yeah. It's all that matters. Um, or actually, they're Italian. The, Wait, no. The meetings are know. conducted under the. Ch- chafing house rule? I don't know what that is. I was probably chafing. some sort of parlamentary procedure. I went for a walk and I was chafing like well, crazy. Supposedly, today. there's some rule that like <laughs> someone who has a specific uh, like position within the U.S. is not allowed to meet with other, you know, um, high up people that and in a meeting that could change like right. world events. In but some they way, they without say without being sanctioned in some way. Right, and they say that. Uh, Bilderberg's only activity is the conference, that there are, right. are no resolutions, no votes, nothing. So it's just like, hey, you're rich, I'm rich, let's let's hang out for a second. Right. Or I'm powerful. <laughs> so that's what they purport to be. Right. So go ahead. What's the conspiracy? So now I don't necessarily th- no, agree no, no, with the conspiracy, no. but this is a huge thing in the conspiracy world. The Bilderberg group meeting happens every year. Um, you have people like Alex Jones going out and like standing outside and trying to see who's going in. They so I don't know if they've always if they've always had like a because now they put out like an agenda and they put out a list of the attendees, right? So it could be fake. Though. I th- well, that could be fake, but I don't know if they've always done that. I think that because people have uh, um, gotten so wrapped up in like the mystery of this, they started being more out out in the open about it. Yeah. Because for a while, because basically, okay, the conspiracy is these people, these, you know, high up, um, high powered globalist people get together every year and plan on how they're going to take over the world, create like a one world government. That's like the conspiracy. Right. right? And um, for some reason, people are afraid of globalists. Right. Globalism. I have yet to figure out why we're all connected. It may as well be. Well, I mean, in, in my opinion, like it's. Like like a lot of other things, it's inevitable. 
Right. Like, same with, like, AI or transhumanism, whatever. Yeah, we're, like, in the thick if of it. If it can happen, eventually it's going to happen. Right. You're not going to be able to stop it. We're in the thick of it right now. And we already live in a global right. world. Right. Global Has the world? president ever gone? Any presidents? So, speaking of presidents. a global world, it, it's going to become a, a big possibility because Boeing this week unveiled oh, their plans for a new hypersonic jet that will oh. get you to London in two hours. Is that the one where you sit in the wing? No, that was a different one. That's but this that is like the that, I don't think that one's thing? supposed to be hypersonic. But this one, this one will get you to London in two hours and Tokyo in four from New York. Yeah, you get into like low Earth orbit in that. I don't know. I don't. I don't even know if they've how much of the science they've worked yeah, out. But know. dude, I watched First Man the other day for the first time. Oh, I started that in a plane, oh, but I didn't so finish good. it. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. I don't think that's why I googled it. The president mm-hmm. doesn't look like it ever gone, but this. It does I think they've invite. Well, no, top thinking, Trump officials attend right. the globalist Bilderberg. Right, summit. so it's it's almost like I think the the conspiracy people. Are, well, I think Kushner went this last time. That makes sense because he is the Antichrist. Yes, he is. I'm, I'm <laughs> sure he is. Yeah, if there is one, it's him. <laughs> but um, but like so, I don't know. I I think that there were so a lot of the so conspiracy theorists about this new world order thing think that. The people who really run the show are not the people that are right in front of us. Right. So, like, the people that are heads of state are more puppets of the actual oligarchs that that are trying to run the world. Like, we have, like, the Rothschild. I mean, we even have more, more, uh, what's the word, closer examples, like the Koch brothers. Yes. You know? Mm -hmm. So. It's the big new Brzezinski. Yeah. That dude. Or uh, who's. So, I find this conspiracy not very interesting. Well, because well, the thing <laughs> yeah, is, it's I like they fell actually, asleep. <laughs> but it's like it, it's one of those examples of well, there are conspiracies that happen, right? Right. That's that's what life is all. I mean, every political party conspires. Everyone conspires. Every election is there's conspiracies, right? right? You can be charged with conspiracy, right? As a crime, yeah, right. But so that's why I don't understand. Semantics. They're out in the open about it. Yeah. But we don't. So people are like someone like Alex Jones is accusing them of lying about their right. guest list or what they're actually well, doing, and people freak out every year. When well, if like, Alex Jones is doing it, then it's <laughs> right. Yeah. But this also brings up um, or brings to mind um, the uh, Bohemian Grove. You guys ever heard of that one? No, it's another one, but it's more of like a secret like frat party of all the powerful people in the world. It's like <laughs> in North, Northern California, and they like worship this the, big owl. The fire festival. Or they burn like an That's effigy of a person. Man. No, I never mind. It is a big, yeah. It's a huge owl. <laughs> you guys don't know about the fire festival. Have you watched that documentary? Oh my gosh! Oh, yes. Okay. What Thank a nightmare. Did. All right. Yeah. But this one, so that one, pres, um, future presidents. So not like future from now, but like people were invited before they became presidents. Okay. See, like, there you have more evidence. Right. You got something to that. And Alex Jones infiltrated that. And posted a video of it. Interesting. And they do this ritual thing where they burn like a fake. It's a like, giant owl. Ba- fake human in front of this owl. And they have like, it's like a ceremony. Right. That's and it's creepy. really weird. But That's then when you watch it, you're like, these are just like rich people trying to. Just have a weird. Be weird. Yeah. I feel like something like this was on House of Cards. Didn't. Do you remember him going like a weird ceremony? Yeah. I think this was like that. Anyway, it actually has uh, Bohemian Grove actually has 3.3 stars on Google. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's a workers club in Sonoma County, California is what it says. Workers club? Yeah. Why only 3.3? I uh, mean, who knows? Geez. They got 300 reviews. Interesting. You watch the video, though, with Alex Jones. I will. 
I mean, I hate Alex. Alex. I don't even want to say his name. And, and like, like, I'm sh- like Al okay. J. So, you say you're someone who is very wealthy and has great power in the world, and you want to try and help the world become, like, go in the right direction. At least you think you. We've talked about this. That right. you, you legitimately so think did, you are. So did Hitler. Right. Yeah. But, I mean, it's only human nature to try and do something about it. So right. at what point is a conspiracy? No, I don't think, I don't think all conspiracies are bad. There, there's right. semantics involved there, right. right? Like you can conspire to get a better job. Like <laughs> It's just right. a word to describe thinking up ideas. Or you, know? you think about stuff like the moon landing or Building 7. Yeah. Stuff like that. Which one Maybe do you want? that's more fun to talk about. Those ones are more fun. Yeah, I didn't know we were diving into such heavy... We're going to conspiracies here. Yeah, I know. Those are just like... So da- last time you were here, Danny, you shared your UFO story. Right. So let's talk about UFOs, Spencer. Oh, well, we should have uh, transitioned to this earlier. When Why? We were talking it? about <laughs> Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> no, I'm joking. So um, the, uh, have you guys heard about the Navy pilots that yeah. reported the UFOs? Is this the one There's that- a nuke policy, right? Yeah, to Tom DeLong yeah. saw or like released the f- video of first, something like that. <laughs> so weird. What's? Yeah, I know he's, he's in it though. Like he's uh, in no. The... I, I I just all these celebrity. Let, side note: Did you see John Stewart's? Yeah, yeah, that was unbelievable. What? It was. John, John Stewart went off on Congress. Did about you see the that they passed victims. unanimous and yeah. unanimously? Un- unanimous. <laughs> unanimously. Unanimously. It was. It's a, a new, new thing where they do it <laughs> anonymous. <laughs> That's a it's, great it's anonymous, but it's unanimous. That's a great political movement. Also, unanimous. Unanimous is going to be a warp tour this year. So Coined. You see them with uh, Pennywise. And all right. So all I remember it was it was like hand jobs. a green video. Like uh, <laughs> was it like heat? What from the plane that the Navy pilots saw? Yeah, and it was like a, a like a square or a cube. Oh yeah, yeah. it's almost like a tic tac if I remember correctly. I'm sorry. There's a commercial on this video here because you know. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't. It was like a forty foot tic tac, something he, like that. <laughs> and it's like no, I'm serious. I know it's they just say. forty foot tic tac is going to be at Warped Tour too <laughs> with, <laughs> with unanimous. <laughs> yeah, I, I think yeah, this is it right here. Tom released. Yeah, I'm looking at that. So th- he's like in a full banking turn and barely keep, keeping up with this thing, right? Yeah, that's like that was what's so weird about it, mm-hmm. if I remember right. So. And he says on his radio, like, what was that? Look at that thing, dude. Because he's talking to his wingman. Um, so what are you saying, Danny? They have to report all of so, them? No, they will. So there's an official policy now in the Navy that um, any a- naval aviators or just, you know, Navy men. Mm-hmm. Seamen. Yes, yeah, yeah. seamen. If they see any UFOs, they will not be ostracized for, for reporting. Oh, they got like a whistle, whistleblower protection. Right. Okay. So it's like, uh, I, so I, that leads me to believe that maybe lots of times people felt like if they saw weird stuff, they right. keep it hush hush because there was like a they didn't want to be so, called crazy. And yeah. you would you would think that if this if this was like U.S. technology, and one of our fighter pilots saw it, that like the commander of the boat would be like, hey, no, don't worry about it. That well, if it's that yeah, classified, that. then no one probably would know, right? But who's running it? You know what I mean? Like, someone's running it. The, running the Tic Tac? Yeah. And like, the theory, the, the conspiracy theory is that the military is doing these things. Right. So if people in the military are seeing them and they don't know what it is, where does the chain stop? Does that make sense? 
Yeah, someone from the CIA is like, yeah, go ahead and keep that one quiet. Yeah. Like, just is don't it, worry is about it. Is it the CIA? Is it? I'm not going to tell you anything other than just don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to hurt you, okay? <laughs> uh, this article in the New York Times is saying, at this point, the pilot said they speculated the objects were part of some classified and extremely advanced drone program, which um, we, we know um, that they run uh, secret... Uh, aircraft well, that we to. don't know about. No. Uh, as you know from previous episodes, if you listened, it infuriates me that we're still hiding the Black Hawk helicopter. That uh, oh my gosh! The, I mean, we all know it exists. The just bin show Laden, it to us. The, the Seal Team Six one. Yeah. yeah, the Bin Laden Black Hawk. It was just retrofit with some stuff, man. Just want it's to not see <laughs> it. Okay, we know it exists. Just show it to us. So I have a quote here from the pilots. Uh, well, not a quote, but this is what they they I guess alluded to. That the object persisted showing up at 30,000 feet, 20,000 feet, even sea level. They could accelerate, slow down, and then hit hypersonic speeds. Lieutenant Akoin, I think that's how you say it, said he interacted twice with the objects. The first time after picking up the object on his radar, he set his plane to merge with it, flying 1,000 feet below it. He said he should have been able to see it with his helmet cam, but could not, even though his radar told him it was there. So it's invisible to the eye, but not invisible to radar. That actually, um, so we we have, I mean, cloaking-ish technology isn't really that improbable, and it's it's definitely a possibility. Uh, he also said that his uh, infrared camera on a training missile picked it up, um, but he could not pick it up visually. That would be kind of freaky. You're looking at something on on your oh, dash. This guy's really big, though, man. You know. Yeah. So what what what's the conspiracy here? Like how where are we going with this? So the government, so all these alien abductions is is run by the government because someday they're going to have a, a deception, like a an alien invasion deception, to try and force everybody to come together. A false flag. A false flag event. Okay. Ooh, to try and bring in the one world government. Is it just me or have? Aliens stopped abducting people. Yeah, you don't hear about that much anymore, right? Well, anytime you do, it's kind of like, why would the aliens want to abduct you? Yeah, why would they fly across the universe to probe your butt? (laughs) So the abductions that have happened, you're saying, weren't actually aliens. It was just the government. Oh, those ones, I don't know. That's hard to say because... I mean, the human brain's weird, man. Does the conspiracy say that it was actually aliens or that it's... So I've never heard that... It t- uh, address abduction specifically, but yeah. just that the UFO phenomenon is something that is perpetrated by the governments. So the false flag that's going to happen is actually going to be men or unmanned vehicles, quote unquote, yeah, atta- like invading the atmosphere. Right, that's supposed to bring the world together. Right. So like uh, Ronald Reagan had a speech where he's like, I imagine what it would be like if we had some threat from outside of our world all of a sudden came apparent to us like all the people in the world would probably band together and solve all of our problems so we could go after that so kind of like how people think that 9-11 right was a false flag event it, to get us to kind of like pearl harbor to force us to go to well not the pearl right. harbor was one but some people think that some Dude, people you think and i that, joking around yeah, about yeah. that some like, people think roosevelt 
knew about it. Yeah, I Let thought you happen. said that. Chur- no, it was Churchill that knew about it. Either way, yeah, that's, the, they were yeah, the British that planes. Would be one. They yeah. were British planes. <laughs> it's a British fucking plane. Yeah, Churchill <laughs> knew about it. Didn't tell get... Roosevelt because he wanted him in the war. Right, right. Who knows? That was a, that's a conspiracy. That makes more sense. Yeah. So I mean, that's kind of interesting though. I would. It's like the moon landing. I mean, one, who though. knows? If there were that many people involved, we would have. Well, that someone would come out. That uh, well, yeah, pretty much, yeah. You know, yeah, oh, man, moon landing—that's a good one. What? Wait, that one? I that one? That's I don't know. I mean, so I, you know what's funny about the moon landing one? Huh? You'll have people like brush it off, like, nah, it's not one I really think about. But then you ask them what they think, uh huh, and it's different like, than what you think they're gonna say. They're like, ah, I don't know, whatever. I don't want to really bother with that one. Well, what do you think? Oh, it didn't happen, but it doesn't matter. It's obvious. <laughs> it's obvious we didn't actually go. Well, I like, there's an episode of Mythbusters, which, you know, as far as I know, isn't run by the government. No. (laughs) Uh, Where they disprove every conspiracy about the moon landing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they go and they, they, uh. Like the camp, like the video footage and stuff. Yeah, the video footage, the, the, the footprints, the shadows, the the shadows is one of the biggest. No, right. No impact crater Um, or whatever from the. Well, we didn't have the lighting capable to make. Those shadows from a film uh, maker's standpoint. You're talking about like the like the shadows were um, like too black. There wasn't uh, any t- like a like richer that. black. Like I never watched. I've never watched one of the moon ones because my Occam's razor suggests there were so many people involved at NASA. Uh, yeah, that no no one's come out. No one's yeah. no one on their no, deathbed. No, here, has, so yeah, here's the know? thing. Like I believe we went to the moon, but it's intriguing. Yeah, well, right. I so. have I have heard several of these ones, which is like a half conspiracy. That is, we actually went to the moon, but the pictures didn't turn out. Right, so they, they had took backup better pictures. pictures. Yeah, I've it heard took, that before too. Which I don't, I don't know, believe I don't, that either. But uh, did you have you ever watched that documentary, The Room Three Twenty Four, or whatever? Is no. about um, who's the guy? Who's the director? Two Thousand One Space Odyssey. What's that guy's name? I don't know. I don't. Eyes remember. wide shut. Uh, I don't know director what's that guy's name and he directed the shining and he stanley ch- kubrick stanley kubrick people think that he's an, Ill- an illuminatist who was the guy who shot the moon landing and he tried to put hints in the shining <laughs> that it was all faked that was like his his like little code to the world so all this stuff he put into that movie right saying you know i have the shadow theory that's interesting that he tried to put secrets. In so his. he changed the. He, so one of the big things is the, so the kids wearing an Apollo, Apollo eleven sweater, right? Yeah. Um, th- they changed the room number. So that room that the kid goes into, where there's like the old lady in the shower. Remember that? Yes. Yeah. 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 They changed the room number from the book to the movie, to like three twenty four or something like that, because. From the Earth to the Moon is like three hundred and twenty-four thousand miles, or something like that. Uh, so, yeah, you're... and then there's all kinds of other stuff that he added that wasn't in the book. I can't remember them all off the top of my head, and I don't necessarily believe it, but man, it was a it was an intriguing documentary. It's on Netflix or something like that. All right. Skeptics argue that if the sun were the only source of light, this wouldn't be the case. Therefore, the fact you can see some objects in shadow must be the result of special Hollywood lighting. Um and basically, uh, it, the debunk is we didn't have lights that would 
be able to do this. Okay, so they they admit that the shadows look weird, but we don't we didn't have the technology of lighting. Well, it says the problem with this theory is that although the sun is the main source of illumination on the moon, it is the only it isn't the only source of illumination. Another source is the lunar ground, which reflects uh, the sun's light. In the Apollo 11 pictures, the sunlight is being scattered or reflected off the ground every which way, and some of it a small fraction, but enough to be able to see scatters in the shadows, Finberg says. And I, there was another one that I read that, uh, it's not on here, but that, uh, like, because we didn't have LED lights, like, we wouldn't be able to light it at all, like, light the stage to look right. like the sun yeah. was lighting, because didn't we would technology. have to use... We didn't have incandescent lights that were bright enough. Yeah, the lights. Uh, I mean, you'd have to have. Yeah. Anyway. All right. There's a big contrast between. There's a lot of. The, there's all of uh, on this there's, history. Also, there's no. There's here. no uh, Starfield too. I want me I've to heard that. You want me to debunk that one? Oh no, I, I know. It's right here. Okay, go ahead. Uh, so what's the conspiracy? You can't see the stars. One in the of photos. the first arguments right. is the fact that there are no stars in the lunar sky. Um, Overexposure of the uh, yeah the surface. Uh, all that the exposures sense. of the astronauts Take astronauts it. on the moon are daylight exposures. He explains the surface was brightly illuminated from the sun, and the astronauts were wearing bright white suits uh, that are highly reflective. Do you not know how a camera Photo- works? Photography shop like, day one. <laughs> photography and class. The exposure on the astronauts' camera was too short to capture spacesuits. The moon surface while also capturing the dimmer stars. Anyway, the problem the sense. problem with a lot of the conspiracy theories is like you want it to be fake so much <laughs> that you're the Stanley Kubrick. Yeah, there yeah. it is, right there. <laughs> Director Stanley Kubrick, uh, Kubrick's film 2001: Space Odyssey wowed audiences. Uh, for creating a realistic image of outer space. It was so compelling that some conspiracy theorists later wondered if the government had actually hired him to film the moon landing in the soundstage. Huh. Say anything about The Shining in there? Uh, So you guys mentioned this Kubrick bringing up, putting like Easter eggs in the movies, right? Yeah. I happened upon a Disney movie. What was going on with Disney back in the day? And so inserting good. I love pictures. It. I love it. Have you seen the one from the Rescuers? Yes, from 1977. Yeah, the background, there's like a full-on naked chick. Yeah, what? in the ba- look well, you it, know look, those those. Right you know the people. Um, oh, what I know <laughs> animating these shows were probably just like, man, I need to make this interesting. Dude, check this out. Like, there's not like, it's like Fight Club. Yeah, <laughs> that was. I think that's a Patton Oswalt joke where he's like. You know, you have a bunch of guys uh, animating Ariel. At some point, someone's going to draw a dick. Like Ariel, <laughs> I just like, and they cop to it. They're like, they did a recall on this movie, right? But they didn't ever say like, we found the, <laughs> we fired the guy who did it. You know, like, what, probably doesn't work for them by then. It's the uh-huh. same. It's the same as the sky penis. You yeah, know, they had yeah. to keep face and be like, oh, these guys the are going to be punished. But in the background, they're just like, ha, 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 way to go, guys. That's hilarious. That in. That's freaking awesome. <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs> yeah. I just, you know, what's even crazier is to the guy who found this or person who found this. Yeah. Like, what were they? <laughs> or like. <laughs> you just uh, happened to pause it. Holy what shit. The, I think, <laughs> go back. Go back. <laughs> no, it was, uh, it was like in The Lion King. You see, it says sex in the dust. Yeah, oh, yeah. when he lays all down. So it's a weird ones. I think this one says, "Where did this come from?" FindingMickey.com. <laughs> a really creepy name. Mm, Any kid could stumble onto that. Yeah. Um, so, okay, Spencer, you have written here. <laughs> Traffic circles. Okay, so I do have. There are some conspiracies that I think are so ridiculous that 
Like flat Earth to me is so ridiculous. Oh, we should talk about that. We already have though. You, you should have been have, here. You guys have brushed right through it. We talked Every about time. flat Earth pretty heavily okay. in that episode. I'm just after, mad that I wasn't here for it. After That's we all. watched the document, well, have you seen that documentary? Oh, yes. Danny got me into flat Earth, and not in the way you think. Like he <laughs> believes it. He he came to me one day and he said, "Whatever you do." Don't listen to this podcast because <laughs> it will suck you in. And it's the Flat Earth Podcast. Right. It's horrible. And oh, so you, can't, you can't stop listening because of the, like, you want to study the human nature of these two yeah. guys. Well, that's exactly how that documentary was. It was ludicrous. But even, even so, at one point during it, I was like, hmm. Maybe these guys are. <laughs> <laughs> I, and maybe that's why the podcast was, too, because they yeah. sound they They're sound reasonable so, well and oh man it's i so i just I, I got in this like rhythm where i just had to figure this out yeah i'm like i had to figure out why like human nature is so weird yeah danny actually it's, went to antarctica <laughs> <laughs> no but it's like i so i had to listen to all their podcasts i had to watch all the youtube videos because i'm just like i gotta figure this out like how does this happen yeah you know like and that's a conspiracy too, right? So right. it's they believe that we're being deceived. Although I've way. never heard of a good reason. Usually, a conspiracy has a reason. You well, know? think back to like when uh, who was it? Galileo. Yeah. Um, so you th- when when he discovered the you know the Earth wasn't in the center of the universe and then it was round, the church went after him right. because it it delegitimized the Bible or the gospel in some way because. It means that we're not in the center of the universe, right? Right. So they believe there's a deception. So it's kind of going back on that same philosophy in that, you know. So is there any reason now as to why we'd be lied to? Or is it just because they lied so long ago we just have to keep it going? Well, it's kind of like – well, think about most religion. At least this is the way I think about it. Most of the time, any type of organization, but specifically religious organizations, want you to – want to – put people under a system of power, right? Yeah. Or control. Right. And so the the idea is that now they like the the governments or the powers that be want us to not realize that we're on a flat earth in the center of God's universe. So they want us to believe in science. Which same thing. Takes us away from God and realizing who we really are. Do you realize right? how many people? I mean, we're talking about the moon landing and the thousands of people involved right. there. There's like half a million people. And now we're talking about a conspiracy that's been going for like 600 years, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Or or, or yeah. longer. And no one's ever come forward and said, <laughs> hey, I have documentation. I had a tape recorder on. Anything. Right. About like. These people are so sure of it. And no mistakes have ever so been made. Sure of it. Like no one accidentally turned off the moon. That's Yeah. <laughs> that's what drives me nuts is they're so sure of it. Uh, even if they sailed around the world, they'd mm-hmm. still be sure of it somehow. Like, like they still. Well, some guy I mean, sent in a video, the, a time lapse video. He went to Antarctica oh, uh, and sent yeah. sent in a, a time lapse video of the twenty four hour sun. Uh-huh. And they're like, ah, we, I, I can't, I can't do anything with this. I mean, th- there could be breaks anywhere in here. Right. I'm yeah. like, so what do you want then? Right. There's no winning. Yeah. Yeah. I, if I looked up and saw the moon flicker. Right. Then I might be in. So that like, means... You know, like, whoa, whoa but you it flickered like a fluorescent light. <laughs> so say we are in God's terrarium, right? Right. 
he's trying to deceive us then and making us think that we're in a giant universe. Right? If it's true, why would God put us in a dome that makes us feel like we're in a universe? I I mean, you know, God's whole plan is deception. (laughs) What? This whole plan is to like, you don't really know what's going on here. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying, like, like it doesn't make any sense. So, if you are someone who believes in God, what's wrong with believing that we're we we live on a globe? Right. Yeah. Why Why couldn't God make a global, a globular terrarium? Globular? Do we have to? Do we have to literally be at the center of the universe for us to matter? No. No, I mean, yeah, I, I don't mm. understand. I, that's the point of the conspiracy. I don't understand. Like, yeah. w- why? To what end? Yeah. And why has ne- why is nef- like you can find evidence against the moon landing, right? Mm-hmm. But evidence against a flat Earth is all debunked all the time. You know, they debunked it themselves. Um, yeah, the guy did it to himself. <laughs> oh, yeah, interesting. Yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. All right, so we started right. talking about traffic circles. Okay, so also known me, as roundabouts. Yeah, let me play you some audio. This is from a talkback sixteen from Whitehaven, a caller from Whitehaven. Oh, I'm not getting any audio. Traffic circles. Traffic circles. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't have tornadoes here until we started putting into traffic circles. Because on the counter, you want to know why? That when people go round and round in circles, it causes disturbance in the atmosphere and causes tornadoes. <laughs> That's, that was on the news? Yeah. That's awesome. Anybody who hits a button when they're done talking is completely discredited. <laughs> You're trying to hang up? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> tornadoes. have tornadoes here. I don't think I've ever seen a tornado. Because on the counter, you want to know why? So this guy's uh, theory is that uh, it's not really even a conspiracy. It's just a uh, a theory that uh, traffic circles are causing tornadoes Makes because. Sense, so he's we, like, it's a it's a it's a horrible accident we stumbled onto. Yeah, yeah. It's you go around them. It disrupts the atmosphere somehow, and the circular motion causes tornadoes to occur. I, I mean, I can't. Which is interesting because you know the UK. Has an abundance of traffic circles, yet yet they have a very sharp deficit of tornadoes, (laughs) hardly any. Um, While the the Midwest, which probably doesn't really have too many traffic circles, uh, has more than anywhere else in the world. Think about it. We're we're in the northern hemisphere, and the British go the opposite direction. That's why. Well, they're in the northern hemisphere. That's what I'm saying. They go opposite of us. We're going the right way. Oh, above. oh, they're driving. I see what you're so saying. So you're saying yeah. if we started driving on the other side of the road yep. using the traffic it's, circles, it would that eliminate. Makes, then we would eliminate tornadoes yeah. completely. Perfect yeah. fucking sense. Whole yes. no, right? <laughs> crap. We gotta, we gotta, we, we gotta, gotta call, call someone. Call, someone call National Weather Service. No weather. Call him right now. No, we gotta call Obama or uh, someone. Obama. Someone of power. Call Obama. Will you call <laughs> Trump? And <laughs> <laughs> He's not answering my call, so maybe you can get through it. I'm reading the text of the interview, yeah, and they even spelled tornadoes. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Traffic circle. Uh, one of the most ridiculous conspiracies, I think, is chemtrails. Oh, yes. So many people believe in this. The flat earthers are huge oh, yeah. on this one. Oh, yeah. Well, it helps project. And yep. you know what's funny about this conspiracy? Huh. Is that people who don't know either way right. have heard the word chemtrail. And they'll refer to it as a chemtrail, Instead not knowing a it's a contrail. It's a contrail. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh, man, that plane's putting out thick chemtrails. Like, you mean 
you mean contrail or did you really mean chemtrail? So go ahead. What is the government okay. dispersing? Well, the the theory bromium. is that Bro- bromium. Bromium. Now, if you've ever uh, looked up into the sky, you've seen a streak of what looks to be a cloud in the sky um, coming from the back of airplanes. Right. Wait, wait I got it. <laughs> okay. Danny and I saw a perfectly vertical. Oh, dude, that was weird. Contrail years ago, weird. and it was in the middle of a sunset, and it was. If you held out your fingers, it would probably fit in the width of a dice. Okay? Weird. It was perfectly vertical. Way off in the distance. And both of us said, what the hell is that? What is that? (laughs) What is that? Doesn't that We were for sure that we were seeing the earth is round, though, because it was... No, it was perfect, but it it was limited. It was limited. (laughs) Anyway, it was really funny. Go ahead. Um, Anyway, um, that these... uh, The theory is that these uh, clouds that are coming out behind the airplane... Are putting out chemicals that basically make us stupid, like like fluoride. Yeah, yeah. In the water, yeah. Same kind of right. Um, Don't drink the water. Yeah, I had a uh, me and my ex wife. We moved into an apartment, and uh, our neighbor. We were moving in, like moving our stuff. And our neighbor upstairs, neighbor. Uh, he comes down. He starts talking to us. And my old Jeep, my Grand Cherokee, had rust on the roof. And uh, this guy goes, oh, look at how rusty your roof is. It's all those chemtrails. And that's when I knew my upstairs neighbor was insane. (laughs) They were dropping like a bunch of iron. And I was like, no, you idiot. I don't understand. Have they never driven a car in the cold? It's the same freaking concept. Yeah, The dew point. It's effing cold up there. It's colder than you can imagine. And they're putting out hot, compressed air yeah that's how a plane flies yeah <laughs> a jet <laughs> i like you look no further than your car during the the winter months and it's the same principle the government is not trying i mean it's ridiculous and the theory that that i have about all of these is who is putting the chemical in the plane and how come none of them have come yeah. forward you know how many airline employees right. there are the, so the, all, se- like all security, the pilots, all the pilots, all the, the person well, who so, actually puts the fuel. So in. you're right. telling me this American Airlines pilot who just got uh, arrested on the plane for murder and uh, <laughs> is in jail now isn't going to be like know, he's he, compartmentalized. Who, who turns him on then? Dude, the it, pilot it, has somebody has to turn radio, him on. It's just a little. No, no. It's, Whoever is giving them the gas yeah. is putting the stuff in the gas. The gas man. So the oh. gas. No, the guy who's even fueling up the the plane doesn't even know. So it's like oh, it's uh, the, it's the petroleum. So you're companies. going all the way back. Yeah. So not even the guy who's booking. Okay. So you're saying that the chemtrail or the contrails are occurring, but within the contrails there there's is the a chemical. Right. Okay, well, so, that, that so you're saying sense. there's two explanations. One is the science of contrails, right. but they just happen to lace it. Right. With it's because I, I be- we've tested the air and we know. I, stuff I believe that oh, whoever, no one's ever tested? What? Whoever <laughs> created this theory saw someone crop dusting one day of the little crop dust plane was like, right. hey, I've seen that, you know, something that looks similar at 30,000 feet in the air. Are they spraying us with chemicals? And then they came up with their crazy theory. There's some other like reasons, too, that I've heard. I can't think of any off the top of my head now. It turns out, I'm just looking at Wikipedia, and they have tested contrails. They've talked about it. Like, scientific people. (laughs) (laughs) Also known as scientists. (laughs) Yes. They've talked about doing, you know, 
seat well so this cloud seeding that's been around forever right trying to get um like clouds to drop moisture in certain areas for agriculture stuff mm-hmm. like that yes seeding yeah they did that in beijing for the olympics right they seeded clouds right that yeah. is that's possible though. right that is actually yeah. something that and, and i think sci- uh, scientists somewhere have talked about doing this as a way to try and co- combat global warming stuff like that i don't know if they've actually said that they're doing it but um there was there was something else though um I can't remember off the top of my head what the uh I have a guy here the reason behind it is. Uh if it's okay, on Wikipedia it says that um the conspiracy websites think the phenomenon started only a decade ago and involves an evil scheme in which forty thousand <laughs> commercial pilots and air traffic controllers are in on the plot to poison their own children. <laughs> For what reason? Well, you you lost me at believability when you said evil scheme. Evil scheme, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to my underground lair. Bilderbergs, <laughs> 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 man. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Okay, yeah. real quick, since we're talking about, since you brought up Vatican, Austin Powers. The Rothschilds. And this is completely unrelated, so maybe we'll talk about this and go to break. Uh, during my last flight, I watched Aquaman. Aquaman. It was, Waterman? Yeah, wa- Waterman. Waterman. Yeah. It was so bad. Really? It was so, so Did bad. Did you like it, Danny? I never saw it because they had, I, I didn't think it was going to be all that great. At the end, there were sharks with lasers. Oh, you kidding me? There were sharks with Freaking lasers laser on their head. Come on, really? And I was like, what is this? Austin Powers? It's, 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 it's Dr. Barbage. Evil seeing his 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 dream come, come true. Come to fruition. Oh, that's weird, man. Yeah, it was so bad. <laughs> anyway, we need to take a break. I think we've been talking too long. Yeah. Uh, real quick, um, do we... Do we believe any of these conspiracy theories? Or are we on board with any of them? Hell yeah. I mean, it's All obvious, man. Yeah. It's obvious That's that the moon their, landing didn't Their happen. Earth is flat. Atlantis. <laughs> Atlantis. It's the, it's the key to all of it. That, oh. well, that was in Aquaman. That what? Was, it was all explained in Aquaman. That's the whole premise They're of the movie. They're trying to terraform our planet for yeah. the aliens. Yeah. Kind of. I don't know. Yeah. It was a dumb movie. Anyway, when we come back, we've got a few random headlines and... I don't know, actually. <laughs> Hopefully, Danny's we'll got to tell out. a short story. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Best cool. podcast ever recorded got deleted last time. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully, it doesn't happen again. Yeah. This is just a tribute. Or maybe <laughs> it's safe. <laughs> <laughs> Colbert Super PAC is all about building bridges, and that is why I was truly gratified recently to see that even after the things I've said about Muslims, I received a contribution from Arab-American viewer, Suck Madik. I trust I'm pronouncing that correctly. <laughs> You've made your parents proud. Your father, Lika Madik, and your mother, who still goes by her maiden name, Munch Makuchi. <laughs> now, 
You know how I like to brag about my poster sales. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I can't remember exactly what we discussed last time, but I just want to, once again, I want to give you my May revenue totals. This is this is gross. I think you gave us May already, but okay. go ahead. I know. but I, So May, for the month of May, was $811. Yeah. Now, it is the 12th day of June. And my gross revenue for the 12th day of June is $1,005. Dude, congratulations. <laughs> I know Ashley has you designing a new one. What is it? Uh, solar system yeah. that I'm working on. Yeah. This is, nice. this is, this is the, the, the gross, though. So it's definitely quite a bit lower. Because you have to pay for shipping. Ship, I pay for shipping and just the printing. cost of printing. But Be that as it may. Nonetheless. Fantastic. Scary Parrot Media on Etsy. Yep. Check it out. Buy a poster. Scary Parrot. Parrot. Like the bird. <laughs> Not parent. No. Parrot. No. So what have do you, you got? Have for you guys uh, have you guys ever gotten speeding tickets? Oh yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> yes. Have you ever tried to get out of them? At the yes. point, at the I point went of... and fought one in court once. But I have never fought one in court. I never have either. But not like in the moment. You haven't like showed them your boobs or anything. No, well, I have. No, I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so teen caught speeding at 106 miles per hour. Okay, so cops pull him over. Uh, this is in Canada, where I guess uh, even though you're 16, you have to have a parent, uh, parent or adult. It said, uh, yeah, I guess. Um, but he was going 106 miles per hour. And the excuse he used was that he had, and I, maybe this is true, you know, that he had too many hot wings and he and was he about to ish his fast. pants. <laughs> okay. Um, but. The police. I, I always hoped. I always hoped that if I use that right. excuse, I would get like a police escort to a bathroom. You know, like you come Call over there and you're like, line. "Officer, I'm about to crap my pants." Can you just and escort he's like, me? Can you just take me somewhere and then you can give me whatever ticket you want? So this kid ended up getting a 690 uh, moose or whatever they they <laughs> use in Canada. <laughs> 690 meese. Mooses, oh, uh, maple leaves, or I, I don't know, hockey pucks, mounties, uh, syrups. Yeah, syrup. I don't know. Whatever they use for mounties. Whatever they use for legal tender in Canada. Gretzky's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, uh, but that was his fine for speeding, and he's probably going to have his license revoked. So I hope those hot wings were worth it. I doubt it. Yeah, hot wings <laughs> never really Canada, are. Man. Are there any hot wings that are worth that much? Oh yeah. Really? <laughs> I don't even really like hot wings. Oh yeah, so good. <laughs> Where? Where's your Where's your wing? Everywhere. Place? They're hot, 
Everywhere they're, they're hot. They're hot. <laughs> they're wings. I just like chicken. You don't mind man, the aftermath. You don't mind the aftermath. Rocking your shotgun well, while I'm sitting here I mean, talking it's, to usually you. it's <laughs> <laughs> usually it's so far removed that I don't associate them mentally with each other. No, the but effect. do you go to hot wings knowing eat hot wings and then go somewhere else, or is that like a I'm going to go out to eat hot wings, but I need to go home after. I don't plan that much ahead about anything, really. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> like I don't. If I'm going to go to Rancheritos, I that's that's a day closer. That's not a way to open <laughs> my done. day. That's not we're a way to start it. Sh- if I go to Rancheritos in the morning, then I'm definitely going home sick after, <laughs> you know, for the rest of the day. Um, this is out of New York City, where they have seized. 46 ice cream trucks. Oh, thank you. <laughs> do hey, you, do the you, ice cream truck was in my neighborhood the other day, and I, I got myself a... a the ice cream trucks in Utah are freaking creepy. The ones in New York anywhere? are loud and obnoxious. Though. Well, they were more like... The ones in Texas were more like this, the ones in New York where it's like a big truck that looks like an ice cream truck. The and ones here blare that music. are in like freaking 1993 Dodge Chrysler minivans that have a broken out window. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're more legit in New York. Yeah, but. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, you went, uh, you went on your, uh, your adventure. Yeah. Super Adventure Club. Adventure a two-year hiatus. <laughs> two-year life. life hiatus yeah. in New York. Um, so they, they, they were everywhere. Yeah, and they were paying. So at, the, so at the end of the day, we'd always have to sit down at our, our little desk and call all the people that we'd contacted or whatever. Uh-huh. And for that whole hour, every night, the same ice cream truck would park right out in front of our apartment <laughs> and blare that freaking music. No, was, is that what it is? It was... Uh, it's tattooed in my memory. You still have that, man. Yeah, that. I mean, that's and and you hear it all day, anyways, especially in the summertime. But it's like it's like fifteen years ago. For that, like, for that, like, however long, like three months that I stayed in that one apartment, man. Every night, I think he knew someone there, so he'd park there every night, but leave his music on. He would leave it like he would leave the truck. I don't know. He, all I know is his freaking truck was outside our window. <laughs> when he parks it at night, he, he leaves on 9.30. It's the only way I can get to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys see that family guy a couple of weeks ago where he's like, I can only sleep, get to sleep with Dunkirk on at full volume. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So they, they uh, seized 46 ice cream trucks. Uh, after their owner was accused of evading more than $4.5 million in fines oh. since 2009. They're mostly like parking tickets Good and grief. such. You know, when they park in front of your yeah. apartment and leave the siren Double on. park and leave it on until <laughs> 10.30 at night. Walk away. Yeah, well, that's you're okay to double park as long as the music's on. As long as you have your ha- <laughs> you in, New York, back. in New York, in, <laughs> Bro- in Brooklyn, as long as you have your hazards on. And the, and the music going, you can do whatever you just want. Just do whatever you want. Yeah, just leave it there, then. I haven't been here that long. Um, <laughs> so, you know how when police do these kind of big, you know, events, they'll name it Operation something? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Any thoughts as to what they call this one? Operation, Operation Meltdown. Ice Cream Melt. Did I get it? Are you serious? Like right on? It? Yeah. Yes. Meltdown? <laughs> it's good. Gosh, I got Chernobyl on my mind. Our pr- <laughs> Operation Meltdown. Chernobyl. Targeted the operators of New York ice cream for violating thousands. So, yeah. 
I can't believe I, I got that right on. People are not going to get their ice cream. I'm makes seriously sense. impressed. Yeah, <laughs> me <be> too. <laughs> me too. So uh, this is another story in Canada out of Albert. Alberta? Albert? Albert. 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 Albertson's Alberta. You got the headphones on, you have a hard time with geography, man. Yeah. The Berlin. I know. Berlin. Berlin. <laughs> Berlin. Alberta. Germania. Albert. Alberta. And. Uh, Calgary. Uh, what did I say earlier? Unanimous? No. U- unanimous. Unanimously. <laughs> we got to. Dude, a that's un- a grassroots a, effort. A unanimous. Unanimous. <laughs> <laughs> so Join no, no, anyway, there uh, um, there's a museum there called Vermilion Heritage Museum. Vermilion, like red? Yeah, I mean red. Vermilion. I don't know. It's a shade of red. I don't know. <laughs> wow, look at you. Um, one of for... its attractions. I don't know. This sounds like a really boring Ace Museum. I don't know. Yeah, man, it's, it's a it's a color. What do you work for, Sherwin Williams or something? Yeah, I, I acquire That's vermilion. <laughs> vermilion fifty five. <laughs> I just acquire these things, you know. So one of its brain. attractions is a two thousand pound, or for you Canadians, nine hundred and seven kilogram uh, moose. 907 kilogram pound (laughs) safe uh, that has not been opened since the late 1970s. Now, the museum has uh, paid people to try and crack it. Um, They've had uh, many attempts to try and open it. And, you know, oftentimes they let uh, the visitors have have an attempt to go at at it. And uh, this young man, Stephen Mills, went to the museum and on his first try, typed in 204060 and unlocked the safe. Not typed in. I was going to say. Circled however you do safe. Circle jerk to 204060. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, there was absolutely nothing valuable in the safe. Oh, <laughs> man. Free- Have you guys ever had that happen where like, you find a safe or something and you figure out never finally? Found a safe. I've never well, found I'm trying a to safe. think. But this, this has happened to me like at least once what? where there was a safe. I was safe. walking down Maine. Yeah, I know. A, a safe. safe sitting there. <laughs> I thought it was my lucky day. Oh, I, yeah. But anyway, I opened it and there was nothing inside. But yeah. Typed in uh, the code from Lost. So Four, everyone. Eight, 15, 16, 23, 42. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, that's it. Um, but yeah, yeah, they uh, they opened it and there was celebration. Good luck, I mean, it could have been like a look grenade. At, look at how boring this museum looks. That look just, at that guy. Yeah, people just walking. He's like, around. oh, I just said something stupid. I don't know. I'm man. in Canada. What was actually in it? Uh, a bank document. I thought you said nothing was in it. No, there there was nothing of value oh, in it. It was document, like something a, like a bearer bond. Yeah, <laughs> something like a a U.S. Treasury bond from. <laughs> 1861. Oddly enough, this hasn't been open since 1970, but there was stock for Amazon inside. It was weird, man. And it was Enron. Yeah. Enron it, is, it is from Lost. <laughs> oh, oh, anyway. Um, is yeah. That, is that it for random? That is it. So, moving on. I want you to play this clip. This is a uh, Trump speaking with Stephanopoulos uh, today regarding whether or not he thinks it's okay to receive Hand jobs in <laughs> in in his in favorite Clinton room. Opposition information. Mm-hmm. You mean from, to conspire? Yes, from another government. Which oh, I'll just let Stephanopoulos explain a this. CNN thing. I forgot to read about it, but yeah, yeah anyway. go ahead and play this clip. But Stephanopoulos sounds like a character on Sesame Street. Just let the record show. Sure. 
And they didn't even say, they, they hardly even talked about it. Should he have gone to the FBI when he got that email? Okay, let's put yourself in a position. You're a congressman. Somebody comes up and says, hey, I have information on your opponent. Do you call the FBI? I if don't it's think. coming from I'll Russia, tell you, what, you do. I've seen a lot of things over my life. I don't think in my whole life I've ever called the FBI. In my whole life. I don't, you don't call the FBI. You throw somebody out of your office. You do whatever Al you Al Gore got a stolen briefing book. He called the FBI. Well, that's different. A stolen briefing book. This isn't a stolen. This is somebody that said, we have information on your opponent. Oh, let me call the FBI. Give me a break. Life doesn't the work FBI that way. The FBI director says that's what should happen. The FBI director is wrong. Mm. Your campaign this time around is foreign. Yeah, that's good. Russia, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> the FBI director is wrong. It's wrong. The man that I directly manage, who is part of the executive branch, who I could fire at any time, is wrong. He's wrong. He's fired the FBI director before. <laughs> He's wrong. His accent was thick there, wasn't yeah. it? He like the he, he went into mob boss. Yeah. Come on, come on. People don't do that. People don't do that. What do you call the FBI? I haven't called the FBI ever. Yeah, because you're always being investigated. He's a mob boss. Anyway. Oh, I, uh, I also have a clip for you. Um, this is from Senator uh, Jonah Ryan. <laughs> the NEA, the AMA, the AFL-CIO, the UCLA. And you know who else thinks that I don't have the intelligence or the temperament to be president? My very own campaign staff. <laughs> yeah. Is this real? They have been working against me, <laughs> yeah. trying to stop me from You don't know Senator president. Jonah Ryan? Yeah. No, that's right. You can boo him. Go ahead. <laughs> that is my campaign chair, Amy Brookheimer. She recently had an abortion. <laughs> that is my chief strategist, Teddy Sykes, and he is an overgrown midget who had to be chemically castrated. And this, <laughs> and that guy right there, that's Eric something? Bill Erickson. That's Eric Bill Erickson. <laughs> and I don't exactly know what his title is, but he thinks he's better than me, and he thinks oh. he's better than everybody else in this room. This show. One more thing. Hold on. Who's I this? just found out from my stupid stepfather. Father-in-law. From my stupid stepfather-in-law that math was invented by Muslims. <laughs> yeah. And we teach this Islamic math to children. <laughs> These math teachers are terrorists. Algebra? That. More like Al Jazeera. <laughs> I don't. Uh, I don't completely disagree with Senator Ryan's position this, on math. <laughs> we've talked about this before. This is from Veep on HBO. Oh, Have yeah, you ever I, seen Veep? This, I've only watched like one. This or two is episodes. precisely oh, how Washington works. I think so. I think it's honestly. more accurate than any other show, and it's a comedy. <laughs> yeah. And it's hilarious. The last season was pretty funny, and it uh, instead of the Russians, it was the, Chi- the Chinese. What's funny about Veep is it started before the series started before Trump anything. And Hillary, yeah. But a lot of the events that happened in the first couple seasons are really similar (laughs) to what happened in real life. It wouldn't surprise me if Matt Groening was part of this. He's probably probably on the uh, producer or something. (laughs) Uh, But this season kind of parodies Trump and Russia, except it's her and... And China and it's freaking uh, funny, man. You gotta watch Veep. Yeah, you got my I, HBO login. Yeah, I, I would. <laughs> I, I would strongly suggest binging on Veep this week since yeah. you're not working. Give it a shot. Um, so we talked about hot wings and uh, uh, shit in your pants. Oh, yeah. Danny has a, great transition. Danny has a story. Well, we do this a lot with guests. We have them share a transition story. Transition them. 
Yeah, and transition them. <laughs> it's still legal here. Uh, we have you share a story from your life. therapy? Yeah. We'll um, do that later. Okay. But, yeah, share your story. Go ahead. Well, I mean, I already shared this, but that, someone deleted it. This is I didn't delete it. <laughs> my computer froze. This is so the, I don't know the how, remix. So I don't know how well this read delivery is going to go. It's going to go. Oh, it plays. <laughs> It'll go. It'll go. Do, do I need to get a laugh I track? I can't remember the full story, so I'm I'm in. All right, so uh, okay, I was in like junior high. I was over at her friend's house doing a sleepover. Right, we're out walking around at night. That's hot. That's Wait, a hot way to live, man. Wait, I didn't know you were that old. Wait, how old? Junior high. Yeah, I didn't know this friend until junior high. So wow. I had to be junior high. I so didn't move here till you, like, like junior high. Fourteen, thirteen? How? No, thirteen, twelve. Oh my. Junior, junior high age. 13, probably. 13, right? Yeah. That 14 is when you go to high school. Isn't it? We're, we're walking around, and, and we're going to turn like 16 when I was in high school, when I we yeah. went to high school. Anyways, um, and I sharded as we were walking around, and I was like, oh, no. It, can you explain <laughs> what a shart is exactly? Where you think you're going to fart, and you don't fart. Oh, you shart. You Got shart. it. Now, I had a clever play on words. I had a sneeze. Thank you. I got a laugh track. Don't worry. A sneeze shart once. Those are the worst. Sneeze shart? I sneezed. And I... Sharted. Yeah, sharted at the same time. I I ished my pants at work once when I was uh, driving pizza, delivering pizza. That's fine. You're in the confines of your own car. Yeah, I mean, well... (laughs) And I had to... I, I I was in the store and I had to... I was like... Luckily, me and my boss were really good friends, and I was like, "Dude, I itched my pants." I, he's like, Are you, "What?" <laughs> I, I don't know what happened. I, I itched my. I gotta go home. I'll be right back. It was really, yeah, it was pretty I've, awesome. I've thrown away underwear in a Seven Eleven bathroom. Yeah, it happens, man. You yeah. know, anyone who says they haven't itched their pants in at least like the last five been years, living, man, is freaking lying. You haven't been right. living, and you're lying. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so. And this one was really bad. Like, yeah. it was bad. Yeah. Like, it leaked through. Like, the smell oh, yeah. or the consistency. Everything. The Everything about it. Were you, like, very liquidy. Were you holding your, your thigh, like, trying to seal <laughs> like it from that. running down your leg? No, that's a good. <laughs> we did that all the time. Pretend. Anyways. Um, so, we're walking around at night, and I'm just like, okay, what do I do? How do I get out of this situation? Right. And um, looking back, I would have done things way differently, but. I was like, hey, let's go over here to this lawn and sit down for a sec. And my friend's like, uh-huh, okay. Hey, come over here. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we go and sit down. And just, just long enough for us to sit on the grass and then be like, oh, yeah, let's go home. Yeah. And then a little while later, I'm like, what? What? We must have sat in something because some, something's weird <laughs> in my pants. Like, I think I sat in some, I don't know. Anyway, so. Somebody ish in my pants. <laughs> And he's like, and then we get back to his house, and I'm looking at, and we're looking at, and he's like, dude, what? That came from that lawn? That's weird. What is that? It's inside your pants. And I'm like, oh, man. It, it went through. It's, it's in my underwear, too. It's a through and he's like, through. He's like, oh, man, that's disgusting. So it's anyways, like an episode of Cops. They're like, I don't know how that cocaine got in my nose. <laughs> Up my butt. And yeah. I'm like, can I, can I, and then I'm just like, oh, man. I can't remember if I asked or if he offered to give me a pair of his, like, boxers or something. Yeah. So I'm like, oh man! And then I threw away my pants or whatever. I can't remember. But and uh, 
and then yeah and then his we were like telling his brother and he's like oh dude that's disgusting man why would he's like telling all he's like telling all these people and you're like Oh man! Strangest thing happened to Danny last well, night. Oh, I mean, we like, don't need to. We don't need to. We don't need to go into this, right? <laughs> you Everyone know, just... dude. And, and so, anyways, looking back, I'm like, you know, the both of them were just like, yeah, yeah. That's that's weird. I will. I'll go get you some shorts. That's weird that you sat in that. And you can go home now. <laughs> anyways, <laughs> that's so stupid. Like nowadays, I would just be like, dude, I just sharded, man. I gotta go. Yeah. You know, like, why? Why do I feel like I had to lie about that? Because and you were twelve, or thirteen, probably, probably, or fourteen, or maybe 14. or eighteen. <laughs> I don't know. Fifteen. It could have been fifteen. He's lying. He's like, it wasn't. It was my junior year of college. <laughs> it was, actually, it was at work last week. <laughs> <laughs> it may have been like elementary school. I Can like, I tell you the most disappointing feeling that I have? At least three or four times a week, I go into <laughs> the bathroom at work. Yeah. Needing to do a do, oh. a deuce. Oh, no. And you can see there's three stalls, and you can see the feet on the first one, right? Of course, like, okay, always. Number one's taken. And you go and pull on the second door, locked. And the third door, locked. All three stalls taken. And it's even though they can't see you, the people in there know. Know you're waiting. Yeah, like, like that guy needs to shit. And he just oh, tried all three doors. And now I gotta walk downstairs, go to the bathroom <laughs> on a floor that, you know, they don't they don't know me. <laughs> For all they know, you're some bogey walking he, around there. Yeah, some office. terrorist. This guy keeps using he's our about bathroom. to he's about to drop a bomb in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! You know what the best thing is in the morning when you go to work and you need to blast one because I I always wait because I don't you know. They make a dollar, I make a time. That's why it's on company time. Anyway. Always make money doing it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, When you go in there and the toilet seat is up. That bugs you? No, it's great. That means 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 it's clean. It's clean. No one's used it. At least the last person didn't. Well, normally, if it's it's early in the morning, that means means that. the cleaning person. You know, and sometimes there's a little bubble in the the water, and you're like, oh. I'm going to destroy this. I'm the first one today. (laughs) I'm going to this. I'm going to take advantage of this toilet and just. If it's used, do you you grab a thing? What? The the seat liner thing? No, dude. I'm not going to get AIDS. From no, no. Why, like uh, I'll, I'll I do, do a know. wipe down, but you do a little wipe down. Yeah. If there's a splish splash, I'll I'll put a, a wipe down. But I I'm just not, take a. I don't have time. Plus, they look complicated. I don't have time to pull that thing down. <laughs> All right, if I'm if I'm taking a dump at work, like I mean business. Actually, that's totally not true. I it take, just means I don't really want to do work. <laughs> I take Lysol wipes into the stall with me. People often ask, "What are you doing with those Lysol wipes?" Do you wipes? flush those? I just clean the toilet. Do you flush and I, those. And I, Throw them on the ceiling and they stick. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Is that a true I story? Learned from... No, it's not a true story. Oh, <laughs> well, <sighs> really? We yeah. Got yeah. nothing else to talk about. I don't think so. Unless you guys want to pick a number. You want to pick a number? Oh, yes, do a number. Are they all I mean, sad? I'm a visitor. One, so two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Pick a number between one and ten, Danny. Six. Uh, do nine. Eight. Seven, okay. six. Do nine, fine. I don't know. Uh, okay, number six. UN report. Humans accelerating extinction of other species. That's so, sad. It's always uplifting. Yeah. Is it true, though, or is it just... 
No, this is a, this is AP Associated Press. People are putting nature in more trouble now than at any other time in hum- human history, with extinction looming over one million species of plants and animals. It's not too late, says the United Nations' first concert- comprehensive report on biodiversity. We're killing the planet. We all know we are. You know. Yeah. Humanity well, unwittingly is attempting to throttle the living planet and humanity's own future. Yep. It's a great. Just um, you know, great filter man. Yeah. It's the great filter. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, this is it right here. So thanks for picking a number, Danny. <laughs> Shit, Jeez, man. Dude. Oh, that was. I didn't know. <laughs> that was positive. Can, can yeah. I pick a different one to see if it's any better? Let's, uh, talk they all about, uh, let's talk about another show that I watched real quick. Okay. Everest. Mm. Would you guys ever no. want no. to climb Mount Everest? No. And I read an article the other day with all the ice melting, they're finding bodies, right? Yeah. They've also found like. 24,000 pounds of garbage. Yeah. Well, everyone just, when you go up there, you just leave everything. Yeah. You shit and you leave all your garbage. Yeah. Yeah. All your tanks. Uh, I watched a couple seasons of the show. And I just can't fathom why anyone would want to do it. It doesn't make any. It would be awesome. Yeah. But, like. First of all, it costs 40,000 plus dollars to do. You have to pay somebody that to get you up there. And there's so many people up there. And dead, dead people. Yeah. Dead people and, and live people, people that people, are going to die. Yeah. You people know, die like, every year. And every week. Yeah. And I don't day. know that. I don't know that. <laughs> the people look beat to hell. It just seems like why Well, you got a lot of people up there that what have kind of no a... business being up there. Like you have to train for it. You have to well, right. Most the, people don't. the thing that I was watching, they don't they don't let any like you have to come to base camp and then they if you're on they, the Pakistani side, they select you or the not not the Pakistani, not Nepal, Pakistan, Nepal, Nepal, yeah, and then you get selected. The Chinese though. side is less. the The rules are less, or maybe it's vice, or maybe it's vice versa. No, because I was watching on Nepal, and in Nepal they have rules. They follow China is just trying to get people up there to make money off them. Yeah. Well, you only, I, maybe, you spend like I don't know. I'm 30, 30 seconds at the summit. Yeah. Before you start heading like back. It's not, not very long. I don't yeah. know, man. No, I wouldn't do it. No. Danny, did you do it? I mean, I, I will never do it. Okay. It, it would be cool, but not worth all that you have to do and the, and the risks, I don't think. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be tight. I think we should be done. Yeah, it's a good time to end. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can find us at the Artake Pod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Please share, subscribe, tell all your friends. Danny, thanks for being here, man. Thank you. For episode 56, I'm Brian. I'm Spencer. I'll see you next time.